everybody, I'm Adam Hergenrother, and this is Business Meets Spirituality. We believe in personal growth through business success. Today, as always, I'm joined by my chief of staff, Hallie. Hallie? Yes. How are your dogs, by the way? They I've asked a couple times, but I don't. A- I, you know what? For some reason, remember doing this podcast, I ask you about it because I forget about it, and then I want to talk to you yeah. about it. Yeah, there, we're working on some training right now. <laughs> that's, 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 so that's where it's you're going. going okay. How's the training going, though? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good. They they eat a lot of things in our house. Yes. Our house is not the same as it was like four months ago. Yeah. If we had this on video, you'd see Hallie and I were just talking about how she looks like she's uh, wearing an outfit from the series 1883. It makes me sound like I'm... Like it's have, not. A, it's a compliment. Like a prairie though. dress on or no, something. Well, you don't. But like, it's. Uh, I Can guess. Can you just say it's more like Yellowstone? Yellowstone yes, it is. Like I'm just, be- more a little bit more Beth from Yellowstone. Can we just say that? <laughs> Actually, that's a good way of saying it because you got that brown leather jacket yeah. on that you look like. You do yeah. look like Beth. So let's go with yeah. Yellowstone. Little turquoise. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes. Yes, I like it. I like it. Uh, at some point, we're gonna have to do these on video. Sure. That's a whole other thing we got to get to. So you guys can look forward to that because we're excited. Um, the question that we kind of really wanted to conversation that we wanted to have today, and it seems to be a large one right now in our organization. So we always try to bring what we're kind of seeing in real time into a conversation for people to make sense of, um, is really, I posed a question to our project do group about what are you asking money to do for you that it can't. And we've talked about money before, and you've probably talked about money many, many times in your life. But the reality is, is, what what are you asking money to do that it actually can't do for you? And let's, let me just unpack this for a second. The reason why anybody would want money... Okay, now let's just preface this, that there is a certain amount of money that I understand people need to make in order to kind of check the box for survival, right? So we, we get that, right? And even just meeting the basic needs of, mm-hmm. of living, right? So let's just assume we've checked that box, right? I know people aren't, but some people, but anybody listening to this has check that box. And there's things that you can do to help support people that can't. But again, for the purpose of this conversation, we're kind of checking that box. Is that good with you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so what are you asking money to do above and beyond the needs, right? Well, I guess you could even say it that way. It's like, even if you look at Maslow hierarchy needs, it's like money provides security, housing, food, water, shelter, okay. shelter all those things. So let's just, we're, we've checked that box, right? That's there. The majority of us though are walking around asking money to do things that it actually can't. So what does that mean, right? Well, so what does that actually, how do you unpack that? Well, for one is you, people wouldn't go after anything externally that they didn't feel that it was going to give them some level of joy or peace or enthusiasm, right? And so we're, we're, what we're doing is we're, we've set up our lives so that by indirectly getting something, it's going to turn us on into one of those emotions, peace, joy, enthusiasm, whatever it is. The thing that we get caught in though is, well, let me just back up again. What people want in life, you, I, anybody that's listened to this, is you want some sort of feeling of enthusiasm, joy. You want some high level of emotion, right? And we think that, and we think that by doing our work or just in the context of this, getting money mm-hmm. is going to bring about some level of those feelings. We've convinced ourselves, really our mind has convinced us that if we go out and get some level of wealth, if we get this car or this boat or this house or you name it, anything that you would use currency, money to buy or even Bitcoin, right? It's the same thing that you buy. The reason why you're buying it outside of shelter and need, right? You're buying it is because you expect it to give you a certain level of feeling. Would you agree with me on that? Yes. Okay. Right. So that's why people do that. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? 
there's nothing wrong with buying a brown leather jacket that makes you feel like Beth and Yellowstone. No, I know. Okay. I get it. I'm just, I'm just playing with it. But like, there's nothing wrong with any of that. I mean, I, I have it. I like fun things. It's, I like luxury items. All those things are wonderful. There's nothing wrong with any of it. The thing is, though, we've convinced ourselves that by, by buying these things with money, they're going to change us inherently. And this is where, on everything, but this is where we get caught in thinking, like, if I just get this, then I'm going to feel this certain way. And we just get caught playing in this race of trying to use money to give us something that doesn't ever sustain us, which the reality is, is what we're actually looking for, peace, love, joy, enthusiasm, whatever emotion or word you want to use to describe that is something that actually can be cultivated regardless of what you're buying. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that I, I know we've kind of talked about this before and like the material. You can't talk about it enough. I know. In the in the material, but I, I think it's it's sometimes more than you're going to say what I'm going to say say also is material, but to me it's slightly different because we keep talking about this consuming mm-hmm. all the time with money, but I I personally am not a consumer, but not much of a consumer but money is still very emotional to me. Yes. And we often only talk about the consumerism part of it and don't always talk about um, that I'm still, you still, other people can still use money like raises yes. or how much, how much money is in the bank and, and yes. that they're not, that they're just accumulating it, but not actually buying anything yes. to feel a certain way. But there's still a lot of emotions around that. It's not just about buying things. Totally. Thank you for bringing that up. It's it's money in some direct way is creating an emotion. I'm talking about as consuming, but it can be talking about as you're evaluating your self-worth in your job based on how much money you make. Yes. Right? You evaluate your self-worth based on how much income or net worth you have, period, regardless if you're working or not. Right. right? Or There's, if you buy anything or not. Buy anything, right? That's exactly. I can buy nothing and give it all away and you're evaluating it based on that. There's... What all I'm saying is that at the end of the day, people are using money to try to get a feeling. Whether they use it to secure it, they use it in terms of how much money am I making as a, as a report card, if you will, mm-hmm. to my value that the world places on me, to buying something so it makes myself feel better. And I'm going to say this, there's nothing wrong with any of that, right? You should be rewarded for your value at the job that you do, right? You should, be, you should go out and be able to do those things. However, don't ever think that by getting any of those things that it's going to inherently bring you this lasting feeling of peace, joy, love, incitement, excitement, enthusiasm that people are really looking for. And that's why people are asking money to do something that it can't do for you. You're asking money at some way, again, whatever, as the example you gave, if you're holding on to it, whatever you're asking money to do for it, it's not going to, it's not going to for long. It's just not. It's at some point, there's going to be another thing you're asking for it to do to get that feeling again. So it becomes a dependence on using money in an indirect way to keep stimulating you or keep making you feel good. Wealth is nothing what people think it is. It's not. And I get it. People go do it. Like I tell everyone, I said, don't listen to me. If you want to go feel it, go do it. If you want to listen to it, understand every majority of people that I've ever surrounded myself to have plenty of money, meaning generational type wealth. They'll tell you that their big, one of their biggest challenges is actually their money. Right. Yeah. It, it, it beca- and, it's, and they're going, the okay, that's a great. job is to manage it. It is, it, is, it, is a, it is a really weird position to be in. Like, I'm just, it's serious. It's very difficult. It's nothing what people think it is. And again, that doesn't mean it's wrong. So I'm not, I'm never saying anything against money. Understand this conversation. People go, well, you shouldn't. So you're in business. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's never going to give you what you're actually thinking it's going to. And then what I always, I know I've said this before on the podcast, which is. 
I'm in this position. And yeah, yes, and, and it's very easy for us to have this conversation if we are if we're not just getting by, but but remember there was comfortable and plenty has plenty of money to do whatever you want and have achieved the you know whatever that number is for you or for me or whatever. It's very I feel like it's very easy to have that conversation and say, oh yeah, once you've gotten it all, oh by the way, you don't actually need it. Yeah. It is, and I totally respect that that perspective, but there's many times in your life and in my life where I didn't have anything, where I didn't have the amount mm-hmm. of money beyond, I mean, my first job was making $31,000 a year. Yeah, mine's I mean, way less than that. It, yeah, exactly. Because I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting, we won't get into that. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> but maybe maybe you should have wore your meth jacket and it would have been different maybe. from there. But anyways, the, um, we should have that conversation sometime. But um, the... Uh, uh, so anyway, thirty one thousand. But also, I, I mean, growing up, my parents didn't have any money. Yeah, right. They didn't have. They didn't. We didn't have anything beyond our. And I didn't ever think anything different. I didn't think we were poor. Just I just got used to everything, right? So, and again, there's people that could go that says they have more. They could have less. My whole point of all of that is you're right. Like we're all sitting here and we have food, water, shelter, all those things, but people don't. I, I totally get that conversation. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, I've also never had not. It's not like I've always had it, or you've always had it either. And so I don't feel any better about my life or happier about my life or more enthusiasm. It's not like all of a sudden it stayed forever, this enthusiasm that now that I have generational type wealth, mm-hmm. that's never happened before. Like it, like when you get it, it just doesn't all of a sudden wake up and you go, oh, wow, you, you're going to feel all this once you have money. That's what I'm saying. Wealth is nothing like I think it is. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong. It's not, you should, and if you're, you can go make money, go do it. Go, go experience it for yourself. I'm not saying never not to. I'm just trying to give people clues. Just like people gave them to me is don't expect it to ever feel, don't ask money. It's kind of the whole preference of this thing. Don't ask money something that it can't do. And that's what people are doing. They're asking money to give them a sustained feeling. And then when it doesn't sustain, they just ask money to keep giving them this dependence on whatever that is for you, whatever your way of doing that is, the expression of doing that to try to keep hitting this, this little shot of basically a drug is what it is to, to elicit that high, whether that's building, whether that's buying, whether that's giving, whether that's serving, there's nothing wrong with any of that. That's why I understand there's no energy behind any of doing that, but even giving right, can be a, a form of, of, uh, um, of a way of trying to get that feeling because you're like, well, every time I give, I feel better. Great. You should continue to give, mm-hmm. right? Every time I go and, and, and buy a leather jacket, I feel good. Great. You should do that too. But don't think that by giving or buying the jacket or by saving that it's going to give you this sustained feeling all the time. That is just something that you do and it's a wonderful thing to do. All of that is. But only do it if you aren't doing it for the feeling? No, you can feel the feeling. So when you give, you feel good. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. When you buy a jacket and you get excited about wearing it, that's wonderful too. When you save money and you can see the ant pile piling up as somebody refers to it, that's wonderful too. Mm -hmm. That'll feel great, but it's not going to give you the ultimate feeling that you're looking for. It's not going to give you a sustained level because you've bought in plenty of leather jackets. I don't actually know if you have more leather jackets, but like you have one. Okay. So you have one, but people have bought in plenty of things that they thought were like, oh, if I just say, have and, this. And just for listeners, it is faux. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. Own, I, I mean, I, I wear Carhartts like every day. So like, it's yeah. like, well, I'm just saying like, yes. you know, I yes. don't wear real leather because okay. that's not great. Um, but it's, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wear like a little like piranha jeans, which are, like 80 bucks, right? It's not about the expense thing. It's not. Yeah, it's not. For, about the leather. It's about oh, the it's environment about animal, thing? Animal oh, rights. animals, yes. Yes. Okay, got it. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, it was not I'm about money. About not yeah. about money. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
but in, in Yellowstone, they used all the parts of the animals to make it. So what if, I mean, if you're harvesting I'm animal. pretty sure not in 2020, Beth probably was not wearing. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't know. In. I she can't say. Do I, I yeah. don't know what she yeah. was wearing. The, the, so again, that kind of goes with the whole, what, what I'm just saying is that like, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. This is where people really get caught. Like when I get in real deep conversations with money or about their lives with people, they want to go do these things and they get, they feel weird about feeling good about doing it but then they get hollow again or shallow again or something feels lacking again and they have to go repeat that process. What I'm saying is if you walk into this knowing that like, wow, I'll, I really want this enthusiasm, this joy, this energy, I'm going to go build and I'm going to make money and I'm going to give money and I'm going to buy cool things. I'm going to have these experiences, but I'm never doing any of that thinking that money is going to give me this ever new joy, this sustained feeling of peace or enjoy that I'm, that I want. And this is where I think people get tripped on because they go, well, I feel really good when I give wonderful. You should do that. I feel really good when I can buy, you know, I can go to the restaurant by myself and have whatever I want at the meal. Wonderful. You should do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. I love it when I can pack money into my, my account and I look at it every month. Wonderful. You should do that too. If that turns you on, that's wonderful. Don't ever think that by doing those things that you shouldn't be doing them. If you feel it, feel it. And it's going to be there. It's just never going to work the way you think it does. It's because ne- then it just becomes this dependence on things. It just, and then it's like, then I have to go do more of that. It, the longer you go without doing that. Yes. You start to have this, you need like this, this hit almost of being able to do that versus waking up every day and realizing that I can, that's already within me. That's already there. It already exists. This level of joy and enthusiasm and peace and excitement for what I'm doing throughout the day already exists. Or even at minimum, the level of acceptance always exists within inside you. Then go out and do all of that. Well, I, for, for me, it always, it, it does make the argument um, that it is really worth making sure you enjoy what you do. Yeah. To enjoy what you do in order to make the money that you're making because the money is not going to give it to you. So you might as well yes. fl- flip it around and yes. do something that hopefully you make a good income doing. Yes. But you, you know what? Still more, I, I think it's still, for me, it's more worth it to do something that I enjoy than a specific dollar amount. Absolutely. Well, I think there's a lot of people that are caught though with a specific dollar amount because they've increased their lifestyle to the point where now they're almost golden handcuffs to their job because they can't go and move a job because they're afraid of doing that. That could disrupt their lifestyle or they can't even, you know, they can't go 30 days without paying, whatever it is. There's a lot of people in those situations, right? I don't know the exact percentage, but it's like high nineties percent doesn't even have like a thousand dollars of reserves. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. majority of people are living this and they're in there and there. There's a lot of different reasons why that is. Regardless of where you're at, though, I think if you the funny thing is, if you actually start approaching your job or your whatever you're doing in engagement in the world that way that I'm just excited that where I am today may not be where I want to be forever, but I'm excited that I can get to go do X today. That in itself will actually get you the money that you're actually looking for. You know, I don't know if this necessarily aligns, but it just always makes me, it does always make me think of my parents when we have these conversations because they collectively, I mean, they're retired. Yeah. They don't really, you know, have like a ton of savings and my dad has a pension, but it's not like huge, but they still manage to do like whatever. Now they, they live a more simple life according to some people, but they still are like doing whatever they want and enjoying their life and traveling when they want to. And I don't really know what my point is, but it always just reminds me that like for well, them, money is not happiness yes. and enjoyment of life yeah. came first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I think it's a great point because that's, the, they're never, they're not asking money to give them the fulfillment. 
Yeah. And they're not asking what money can do to give them fulfillment. It do, again, just so people don't get lost here, doesn't mean that by giving, you're not going to feel good or by buying something, you're not going to feel good or by working. I love building, right? I love the vision of that, right? You and I were just having that conversation. I love crafting really luxury homes. I love that whole process, but I'm very clear that by living in that, I'm not going to feel any different. Mm-hmm. I love the process. I love building it. I love having it. Those are wonderful things, but I'm very clear when I wake up in the middle of the day, I've lived in 900 square foot apartments and, and multi-million dollar homes. I don't feel any different. Yes. There's conveniences in things that are there. Can, can I just ask a question? Yes. Though? <laughs> but now that you've experienced this different way of living, would you be able to go back? If I had, no, I don't choose to, but if I right. had to, absolutely. And I don't think it would affect my state of being at all. Yeah. That's the difference. It doesn't mean again, but you won't ever really know unless you did it. And, and why would you? Yeah. That's the thing. If it, ha- yeah. if, look, if it happened and all of a sudden it's like, all of a sudden, like I always think about this, like I'm going to state like the only way it could really happen like that is currency went away. Like all of yeah. a sudden the like, currency yeah. went away, banks closed down. Right. There wasn't any, you couldn't access any of your funds, all this stuff. And it was there. And, and there was you know, no one to, there was no way to make money. Cause yeah, you, there was, you clearly know how to make yeah, money. There wouldn't <laughs> be there. And so like you would just go and say, wow, now, now I'm in a different, I would just accept, I may not be happy about it, but I would accept. So I wouldn't suffer. And that's just the, the, the so again, it's it, uh, all hypothetical, of course. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's just, have a, a knowing it's a, just a good question yeah. to ask those things about like, just what are you asking money? And we're just trying to walk this 360 degrees. So people aren't thinking about what about this, right? That's why we're asking all these different ways and variations of looking at this. But everyone's asking money, to do something that you, that it can't actually do for you, which, and then, so people go, well, how do I get out of that? Which is then you just, you wake up every day, you play checkmate with life, which we've talked about before, which I'll continue to talk about for the rest of my life, which is you wake up and just say, I know there's going to be kind of a lot of challenges that happen today. I know it actually could be a shit show. It could be wonderful. I don't really know, but I'm going to enjoy or accept all of it. Because what is when you, the minute that you don't accept something that's actually occurring or has occurred, you resist it. And that resistance causes people to be destroyed because all they're doing is they're carrying that resistance around with them. So the minute life unfolds and you don't like the way it's unfolding, something didn't happen to you, you lost money that month. You lost an employee, whatever that is, those things. And you start carrying that around with you. You don't leave it at the office. You carry it at home. You carry it when you wake up, you wake up in the middle of the night caring about it. So all you're doing is carrying it around. So acceptance, right. And knowing that money, I mean, there's plenty of people that have plenty of money that have employees leaving and they could easily be like, I always go back to when, when Tony Robbins interviewed like 20 billionaires, he asked them all the same question in his money in his book at the very end. He goes without unbeknownst, he goes, you know, do you still worry about money? And these people have billions of dollars, right? So they don't technically have to worry about money. And they said, yes, I worry about money more today than I do before. Mm-hmm. And so that's a, that's a, that's a relationship with money. But did they say it, why? I don't know if they know. Well, they just, they're like, I have to, well, you know what well, it is? Here's the, mechanics well, here's, the, here's the thing. Well, the mechanics, they have plenty of money. Well, the, no, but the mechanics are, where am I investing? Well, that's exa- at, yes. Am yes. I getting a good enough yes. return? Am I mitigating my taxes? And am I yeah. setting aside enough money for my children? It be, like All, I said, it becomes yes. like another it becomes job. a problem. Yeah. It, it becomes a, the, one of the biggest challenges that you have is actually your money. Um, the reality is, is like when you're, so when you're going through some of this, and you're, and you're just looking for like, okay, like here I am, like I'm still struggling to like get ahead or whatever that is. I am now looking for money to make this problem go away. The problem could go away technically, mechanically the problem can go away. But if you don't get your, your relationship with money, that's the, kind of my point is you're, you're never, you can have all the money in the world, but still have a 
you still be suffering because you're carrying it around. Remember, money is this really weird thing. There's like this dichotomy. It's like a desire and fear in the same time. This is why I think people struggle with money so much, Mm -hmm. right? When you, when you, when you don't have money, (laughs) you desire for a lot of money thinking that desire, that's what people do. Like when they go, I'm going to go get a job. And really the job for most people is that so they can make money. Right. So they desire for amounts of money. And then the thing is, is once you actually get what you desired, now fear shows up. Why? Because now I'm afraid that I have to keep it. I'm going to lose it. How do I maintain it? What do I do with it? People are trying to take it from me. All these other things. So, and even, even in smaller cases, like it's desire and fear. I need money and then I'm afraid that I'm going to spend it or lose it or something's going to happen to it. Right. And so there's this, there's this constantly in this like conflict with your emotions around money and how you're and asking what you do. You're asking it to the desire and fear at the same time. And they're showing up and they're, they're colliding constantly. So I actually wrote this down a little earlier was that there's this conflict and I don't know how, if I'm going to explain it well enough, but like I am probably at this place where I'm feeling conflict with it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't even know if I've told you this yet, but probably not, that like I know how to make money and have a good income and, and all of that. And there's this conflict of um, want, like feeling the need to keep making more because why not? I can. Yes. And the other side, I don't know if it's necessarily fear, but then the other side, which is. How do I not lose it? No, no. The other side is more emotional than that. The other side is more of like, but do I want to keep playing that game and like running all the time, trying to create new ways to make more money? But then I also feel like, but I can. And so is that, you know, doing a disservice to myself or my family because I could just keep doing it. But is that what I really want to keep doing? Who's telling me I need to go make more money? Is it okay not to? Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Can you answer that question for me? Well, I think it just, I think it's your point is like, you didn't have these same problems 10 years ago because you just had enough money to kind of live on and you were sure. doing, and you weren't thinking about all the extra money you had, Yeah, you, but you desired so much, for more yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you yeah. desire for more. And then when you actually have more, there's this whole other economy, this that conflict shows, shows up. up. Yeah. And that's why when you talk to it, literally money becomes the biggest. I don't act- feel a fear necessarily. So that word like, well, being, maybe not fear. I, I just think like, it's just like there's, there, it becomes this con, this dichotomy. The word that it's like you desire. And once you actually get it, and this could be at any level, right? We're, we're totally different levels. You could be, it could be at, at 50,000, at a hundred thousand, at a million, at a hundred million, right? It's, it's irrelevant. Right. It's why billionaires want another billion because they have that same need of like, I need to go out there and make more money. And so right. this I go back to what are you asking money to do that I can't do? Why not just make the money? And if you make the money, wonderful. And if you don't, wonderful. Just go out and do the things that you're excited about doing, right? That you're showing yeah. up for and serving. And then it, when it comes, it comes. It doesn't mean you. Now look, there's mechanical things. You can you can make sure you're being rewarded properly. You can make sure you're being compensated properly. All those things are wonderful things. How do you answer that question for myself? I suppose, but also for anyone who's listening, who's and I, I feel like that's an easy, it's easy to say that when you either own your own company or you're an entrepreneur, not granted a lot of people who listen to this are, but a lot are also employees. Mm-hmm. So how do you answer that question where you say, well, just go do what you want to do and make the money you're going to make? Well, I, well, let me, let me back up. That may be the wrong way of saying it. That's an easy way of saying it. I would, I would wake up first and say that I'm going to be really, really okay and really bring enthusiasm and joy into whatever I get to do today regardless of whether or not your mind's saying, I like this job or I don't like this job, that's the first place. Because the minute you start bringing that level of enthusiasm into that, you, your life situation will change because you've changed. 
So if you're actually really not happy in a job, the best way to do is go be happy in the job. Mm -hmm. And as that changes, everyone's going to notice you and you will be recruited or selected or something will change because you've changed. And so people are going like, I had this dead end job. I can't get out of it. Whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, overemphasizing like nothing. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So, so the question would be is like, how can you show up every day and just be excited about what you can do because you love your job? And am I being rewarded fairly for it? And if you're not being rewarded fairly for it, then that's a tactical conversation that you have with your employer. And mm-hmm. if that still doesn't work, then how do you find a business that supports you compensation wise and gives you the ability to do what you really enjoy doing? You know, the, there's um, the number one job, I didn't see this stat, so don't quote me on this, but I, 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 I read this as, like two days ago. The number, I didn't see the actual data backing this up. They said the, the most fulfilling job out of all the surveys that they did was working for the clergy. clergy. And the reason why they said that was because it's full devotion. Now, they mm-hmm. also were the least paying. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting when I, and, and it was kind of supporting like, and I'm not saying people, that wouldn't be my gig or probably no, not either. yours, but my point is that like they're least paid and yet they're most fulfilled because yeah. they've devoted their time and energy to something that's larger and they're paid enough for them that makes them be able makes to sense. live their life and devote it. I'm not saying that's anybody's life. I'm not saying any of that. My point is they wake up every day just excited to do what they get to do and they're rewarded for it. And they're, they're yeah. not walking around millionaires, but they this don't actually need for, it. Yeah. This is always... A, this is where like personal conflict comes into me because I'm like, oh, well, that sounds so great. Like, I wish I could do that. Well, I don't know if that sounds great to me. No, 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 not the oh, clergy thing, oh. but just like you wake up every day and you just love what you do. And then it's probably my mind that starts going, well, that's just not realistic. Yeah, and that is your mind. That's just who actually can do that. And if you do that, then you make no money. Yeah, that's your mind. Right, because that's- Well, you didn't say that. You just listened to a voice say that. Yeah, but I mean, you just kind of confirmed it with the stat, with the- clergy stat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well then I guess if you could really love what you do, you'll never make good money. No. And then, and then there's a whole conflict of like, is that, but then would that be okay? No, because I need to keep going chasing more money because I like to have money. But again, it comes down to, there's nothing wrong with wanting to make more money. What are you asking money to do for you? Are you asking money to give you your, your feeling of self-worth? If you are, you're doing, you're going after money for the wrong reason. The reason why I think that people are, um, in the in, in clergy that are so excited for it because they're not asking money to do anything. In fact, we have a um, we have a, a friend staying with us right now, um, and uh, she is she's been in a pair for a couple of years. She's in her mid twenties. Um, one of the most carefree, just enjoys like our kids can be like, "Hey, let's go jump on the trampoline." It can be like raining out. She's like, "Sure, let's go!" Right, and I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Like, that's awesome. I'm glad yeah, and they can just yeah. go spend hours and playing Barbies. And she comes down and she's dressed up with, you know, makeup on that Maddie put her all over her. Just so excited to be in the moment. And one time I was having a conversation with her. I'm like, so you just don't care about money, do you? She's like, not at all. I never even think about it. I just don't even think about it. And I'm like, she's like, I just, I just go with the flow of life. I just love being in the moment, moment. of life. Yeah. And so, well, again, like that's not my gig but you can take the same principles into anything that we do. So regardless, whether that's a chief of staff or being an owner or any other, the thousands of positions that are out there, again, you wake up and you go, I can still bring that. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's just your choice. I guess it's, it comes down to that, right? It's like, how do you want to live your day? Do you want to live in conflict? Do you want to live yeah. in, that's why yeah. that's the whole point of this podcast. Today and this was, is where I keep go, like go back is like, but that's not reality because 
because yes, yes, you can choose how to show up. I, I completely agree with that. But you can't just, if you're an employee, you can't just walk around doing whatever you want all day. Like there are certain things you need to do. I didn't say what you want to do. I said how you want to feel. That is 100% your choice. And that is 100% reality. Okay. I never once said about waking up and doing what you want to do. I said the really the, the thing to do it is you wake up and decide how you want to feel while you're doing whatever you're doing. Okay. And if it's something that you don't like doing, you, you change it instantly and go, my mind's going to tell me I don't like this, but I'm going to actually bring joy into whatever it is that I have to do. I'm going to bring a level of enthusiasm to it. Cause I just don't want to, if I'm doing it by definition, then I'm going to, I want, why wouldn't you bring joy? If it's the point where you don't want to do it, then you, and it's causing you that much suffering and you can't get out, then stop doing it. I know. But then, but, but then you're just saying, but just bring joy to it. Even if you don't want it. Well, what I'm saying is that you can, you have a choice. Yeah. There's plenty of things that you don't might not always want to do, but if you start accepting that you have to do, if you just say, look, you know what? Like I, I'm going to accept the fact that I have to do X for the next 60 days, 90 days, this year or whatever it is that I have to do, right? You're just going to accept that. Why not, if you're going to choosing to do it, why not bring that level of joy? Now, if it's not something you want to choose to do, but you're like, but I need to do it long enough to find another job mechanically, then why not choose to be super happy or enthusiastic while you're doing it it and looking to change your life situation? That's fair. That's, that's all my point. I just never want to like, Pollyanna. No, it's never about change. It's not about not changing your life situation. It's not about not having money. It's not about not having a relationship or kids or animals or any of that stuff that you want to have or things. It's all about, are you asking money to validate you in a way that it can't and validate you is really that self image or self concept that you've created Mm -hmm. that you're trying to reinforce with it. At some point you get back, back behind all of it and you start to realize that money is never actually going to do that for me. And so therefore there's nothing wrong with going after money, but that's not going to be the sole purpose of why I wake up today. It has to work though. It has to, like, it doesn't mean that you don't contract like in business. It doesn't mean that contractually we support each other, that we're in financial arrangements together, that you make money when things are doing that. Right. That's Mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. But the mistake people are making is they're still asking money constantly to bring them a level of joy or emotion or feeling that they're looking for. And it just doesn't work all the time. It's just, it only works temporarily. What do you ask money for? Well, I don't think I ask money for much and I'll, I'll answer that. I, I still wake up every day and say, I ask the question is, is how do I want to feel? How do I, how do I want to inter, how do I interact with the world today? Is it always the same answer? Yeah. I just want to show up with peace and joy enthusiasm and, or the last one would be acceptance. Because there's some days that I wake up and I'm like, I really don't want to do this day today. And that's the first thing that like my mind will say. And I'm like, well, it's there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ruin the things that I love doing because the one or two days that I have to go do this, nor if I'm choosing to do it actively, because that's always a choice, then I'm not going to bring a level of suffering to my life. So I'm going to accept the fact that I'm going to do this. And the interesting thing is the minute you start accepting, you actually start making room for other emotions to come in. Right. Yeah, no, I see that. Because it's not like, look, I think what you're saying is the reality is like every day, I'm not at a spot where I'm going to wake up and just so thrilled to be going out there having to do all these things that I just don't really want to do. Right. I get it. But you can accept that and then, then choose like, but the overall picture is such that I really enjoy everything that's going on. Just today doesn't really feel great. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to take this off for today because I like doing this whole thing. So therefore there's moments or days that you have to go, I'm going to have to accept this for this next couple hours that I have to do this. Or my day is super packed and you start feeling that pressure. Well, I can accept that. I put that in there or after you accept it, you may realize like all of a sudden somebody cancels. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you got a break in there or, you know, you start getting through your day and you're like, really like, I don't really need to have this conversation anymore. Can you clean that off my calendar? It's amazing how it starts. The world will start unfolding and you just be in alignment with it instead of resisting it. And as that happens again, it, it, it's, you have to play checkmate with life, which is when you don't ask money to do something for you that it can't do, then you, you, then you go back to you inwardly and go, well, then what, what am I asking money to bring me? And again, it's, it's a feeling. People wouldn't do anything with money unless there's a feeling they're looking for. Why not go get the feeling and then go do the money? You didn't answer my question. Do you... What do I ask money for? Yeah. If, if at all. I don't... Um, I think there's... there's well, there's, I'll answer this this way. When I am... Um, when I get unconscious, meaning that when I start operating from the egoic level, I ask money to bring me power or legacy, or um, a feeling of superiority, or kind of like, fuck you, I can do whatever I want with money. Like, that's like that, like the ego will want that. It'll, it'll, well, it'll your ego would want Yes, that. my want, my ego okay, will. Yeah. If you ask me, me, so I'm yeah, just Yeah, 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 sorry, you just right? said yeah. thought ego. No, like, <laughs> like my ego will want that. Yeah. So it just, it looks, which is why I've been open up, like, that's why I got into business the first place, because sure. I wanted all those feelings, yeah, right? Yeah. And then I realized it just didn't work. However, the minute that starts happening and I find myself operating from that place, I'm always more stressed. I find myself clenched. I find myself just bringing it home more. I find myself wanting to get things from people. So every one of my actions starts to change. Mm. And then I start to become aware of that and I go, that's not how I want to live my life. For one, I just don't feel good. Even if I'm making all the money in the world, this doesn't feel great to me. Everything just tensed up. Now it's a, a need. Now it's a demand. Now I look at everybody differently. I look at them as like everything starts operating that way. And I'll go, I just don't want to do that. So then I back up and I go, well, what is the point of me being here? It's not this. It's to work on this. So then I go, oh, great. This is a great opportunity to work on this. And it always comes back to the same thing, which is relax and release, which is get behind it, allow that feeling to come through, whatever that is. And then then from there, I can ask money to be a tool in my life. Mm-hmm. So it's Which a tool. It can be. That's exactly. not something that it can't be. That's, That's something exactly. that it actually can it is be. A tool. Money is yeah. a tool. It yeah. pays your bills. Yeah, exactly. I don't care who you are. You have to bill to pay. Somebody's got to pay for something. So you, it's a tool. It's a mechanical tool that you have in your life. Right. And so that's what it, that's what it can do for you. But there no mistake. Like we, I always, that happened. That shows up once a week and it's just how the difference is how long do you get stayed there for? Right. And, and sometimes it's a couple minutes. Sometimes it's a day. Like I'm sure you can even notice sometimes when I just change it and all that's why I'll, you're like shaking your head. Yes. Like that's no, it's true. I'm just being honest. Like yeah. you can, I, I start acting that way. And even when I'm recognizing it, and I'm not supposed to do that. I'm still acting that way because it's still pulling me. Mm-hmm. It's a pull inside that wants to pull you. And it's like, just, just come hang out with me and it's pulling you and you're like, I don't want to, but it's like so tempting and you just want to go hug it. Right. And you, cause it just, it's, it's like, it's like if you're trying to come off drugs, the drugs pulling you to say, just take a hit and it's so tempting. Cause the minute you take a hit, you feel better. Right. And it's the same thing here. The minute you literally go and go, Oh, I'm going to see people as, as what they are. And I'm going to start demanding things. It feels good. Just like a drug would, or like the minute you go get something or you get one up on somebody, it validates that, that image and you go, that feels good. And so there's that pull to want to do that. So relaxing release is literally relaxing from that pull so that you can just get beyond that. And then the pull starts to have no control over you. And it's the whole analogy about letting go of the rope, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like the one where there's an NFL team on the other side and you're just trying to get home and all your life you're holding onto this rope and the rope and you can't go anywhere. So you're trying all these different angles to try all the different techniques and there's physically you can't do anything. And it's been years. You can't do this. And finally somebody comes up to you and says, dude, just let go of the rope. And you go, well, if I let go of the rope, it's going to pull me everywhere. I'm going to be out of control. I won't be successful. 
I won't be able to have a relationship. I won't have my kids anymore. What's going to happen if I let go of this rope? And you go, no, if you let go of the rope, it actually can't pull you anywhere and you can actually just enjoy your life. And that's what I mean by letting go, that relaxing release is that the reason why people don't want to let go of the rope is because they're so afraid that if they let go of the rope, they're going to let go of everything, right. their ambition, yeah. their life. No, that's not the case. You actually become a better, you have a better experience and become a better human being and whatever you decide to do, whether it's a CEO, clergy, and anything in between. And so that's it. So the question shows up is how do you want to be every day? How do you want to feel? Because everything people are, everything everybody's ever doing is to try to get a positive feeling or avoid a negative one. Everything is. You're just doing it with the world instead of actually enjoying the world and making peace with that inside. That's the root work of, that's what spirituality is. Spirituality, that real yoga work, the merger of the two is recognizing that I'm in here and I'm not going to get caught with all of that and play that game because it just doesn't work. And then I'm going to go out and I'm going to actually experience my life and taste my life. It doesn't mean that you can't go have everything or build everything. You're just never doing any of that to enhance the feeling that's already inside you. And if it does, great. It's temporarily, it's, it's on there. But what you'll find is if you start working deep inwardly, that feeling becomes so much stronger than anything used to turn you on outside. And so therefore, there's just not a need, there's not a desire. If you walked around the highest that you've ever walked around, the highest of highest of feelings, whatever that is for you, Hallie or anybody listening, right? Like the highest feeling you've ever felt. Maybe it's the time you were madly in love or something happened. It was just a perfect moment. You just felt the high. You multiplied that by 10,000 and you walked around like that. There's nothing outside that would turn you on. Mm -hmm. So therefore, then you'd be free to go do whatever you wanted to do. And again, it doesn't mean that you don't have mechanical things in life, picking up your kids, making dinner. It doesn't mean you're not doing any of that. You're just free because you're undisturbed from the emotions or caught up in that. You're no longer caught up in the pull of the egoic level of consciousness pulling you in and you can go actually experience everything. It doesn't mean you don't change your life. They don't have different life situations. It doesn't mean any of those things. Because that's what people get caught. Like, well, if I go do that, then I'm never going to have this other life over here. That's not true. If you actually do that, you actually experience it. It's like if you've been sitting in a movie theater watching a movie your entire life and all of a sudden you go outside and you realize the whole the world, it's going to be a much better experience. And that's how people are living their life. They're looking at a TV screen until they're not interested anymore. And then all of a sudden they wake up and they go, wow, there's, I've been glued to this TV screen. Mm-hmm. That's how people live their life. They're just, the TV screen's in their head. And they're walking through life glued to their head instead of actually experiencing life. That's why most people do it. In the moments that you do experience it, it's such a rush and it feels so amazing. You're like, I've had this wonderful spiritual experience. No, you just had an experience of life. Just every other time, your experience has been with your mind instead of life. Make sense? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So the question becomes, what are you asking money to do that it can't do for you? Just explore that. It's all at, at the end of this. Just write the question down. And then the second question that I would ask in all of this would be, how do I want to feel when I wake up today? Tomorrow morning, you listen to this. How do I want to feel? And then just do whatever it is that you need to do in order to feel that. Just accept that. But it has to be a very, very strong, overwhelmingly, I'm going to use the word desire, even though I don't love that word, to feel that I want to feel this way every day. Because there's going to be so many pulls. Within seconds of you getting off that, there's going to be a pull that wants to pull you out of how you want to feel. And that's how people go around their life because they, they're, now they're just trying to go through and not let anything touch them. Right. And they're trying not to let anything hit them, whether that's relationships or people or the world or your work or all these things, they're trying not to let anything to hit them. It's like you're walking around carrying a balloon in a patch of thorns. 
and you're literally trying not to allow the thorn to hit your balloon. <laughs> That's really what people are doing. And they're just, now they're trying to move the thorn out and they're trying to move this over here. They're trying to bring that up there. They're trying to manipulate the whole world to make them not f- feel weird inside. Instead of just going, how do I feel really good inside? They don't have to worry about the thorns. The balloons popped. Now I'm just going to go live and enjoy. And that's how you do it. So that's the question. Those are the things that you can work on. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. We are an entrepreneurship company, which means that we are always in growth mode. And what does that mean, Hallie? That we are always looking for and hiring great talent. Yes, we are. So here at Adam Hergen with our companies, we believe in creating a world large enough where no one ever has to leave. Whether that means becoming a realtor, transitioning to another position or organization, or growing into a C-level leadership position, the opportunities are available to those who prove themselves and are driven to grow and contribute to our organization. You can find all of our job listings on our website at adamhergenrother.com forward slash careers. Come join our team and develop yourself through business.